Mighty 790 and 1047 KFGO. Tuesday, it is the 7th today. KFGO time is 743. One degree below zero on this uh, chilly morning. Nurse practitioner Nicole Lynn joins us each and every Tuesday at this time. Breaking down the myths, the half-truths, things that maybe grandma told you or maybe even probably more disappointing is what the health teacher in 1983 <laughs> probably, probably told, told you. you yeah, right? They thought they were telling you the truth, but they're probably full of bologna. And Nicole is in studio with us this morning. Nurse practitioner Nicole Lind in our studio to talk a little bit about myths and calories. Where do we start right. today, Nicole? Right. Well, you know, there's always... Dr. Barry, my mentor and uh, at Wellness District, he always would talk about when he went through medical school, they got very little medical information about nutrition and what to teach uh, patients, you know, 20 some years ago. And, uh, you know, basically all they were told was to tell your patient, push away from the table. You're overeating, you know, um, forget. Dan, yeah. Dan thought it was put what? it on the table. Put it no, on I, the table. I, I, yeah. I strapped myself in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Seatbelt. Yeah. yeah. That's how I was taught when I was a kid. Buckle up. Don't leave the table until you clean your plate, mister. There you go. Well, you know, and that's part of some of the problems. So, you know, it was push away from the table. You need to eat less, move more. Those were the typical things because they weren't taught about nutrition because there was really no good research on current nutrition at that point in time in his in his career. And so there is still this dogma that won't die that you need to eat less, move more. Um, you know, uh, a calorie is a calorie. It, it doesn't matter what kind of calories you're consuming. Um, and all of that is in a fact wrong. Um, calories do matter to a point. The kind of calories that you're consuming matter more. Probably it's about the quality of your calories more so than necessarily the quantity. Now, if you're trying to burn fat, it is important that you do create a calorie deficit, but we don't need to create as big of a calorie deficit as what one thinks. And so there's this thought process, and I was one of them before I went through um, the wellness district program and lost weight uh, 10 years ago of I believed that I needed to starve myself because I'm only five feet tall. And I was doing everything that, you know, what was out there in the media and the food pyramid guidelines and all this stuff were saying, but I could never drop a pound. Uh, working with a personal trainer could never drop a pound. And I'm like, I am convinced that I am going to have to starve myself for the rest of my life in order to lose weight. And I hear that statement made to me constantly when I see patients at the clinic. And really, it isn't true. You can eat a generous amount of calories um, based off of, and we have a way of figuring that out for people and still lose weight. You have to change the quality of your food. And you have to, what, eliminate Sugars and carbohydrates or uh, carbohydrates that turn into sugars, would that be more accurate? Yes. You know, that's going to be part of it. You know, um, you know, a, a stack of broccoli, in, if you could have a stack of broccoli, its calorie content is going to react very differently than if you ate, you know, a pile of chips, for an example. If you ate the same number of calories in chips compared to broccoli, that is uh, that's going to be different. Your body is going to respond to the broccoli much differently because of the fiber and the nutrients that's in that. Um, 
you could eat a thousand calories in broccoli and not have a weight issue, but you can eat a thousand calories in yeah. chips every day, and that's going to be problematic. And you that's know? your difference between the calories. In, in the people that believe that a calorie is a calorie, there's your example: a thousand calories from mm-hmm. broccoli and a thousand calories from potato chips are two different things completely. Well, and a lot of times it comes down to fat. People fear fat as well. And I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about fearing fat. Oh, that's really high calories because of all of the fat content to it. But what we have to remember is foods higher in natural, healthy, saturated fats don't cause an insulin response. So if you eat a six-ounce ribeye steak and it's going to cost you 500 calories, that is much different than if you ate 500 calories in potatoes. Right. You know, because the potatoes are starchier, they do have a they cause a rise in blood glucose and that kind of thing. I'm not saying that potatoes aren't healthy, they have its nutrient value, but again, insulin response with the potatoes, no insulin response with a ribeye steak. So, yeah. it's 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 looking at your calories in that capacity. Along the same lines of these myths, I've been wanting to ask you something for a long time, and I finally remembered to do it, and that is uh, fat-free foods. Mm-hmm. So, like, you'll get a, a thing of uh, a cherry licorice, yeah. and it says fat-free. And, for example, you'll see young girls mm-hmm. will get into the licorice because it's fat-free, fat-free. Mm-hmm. but it's not sugar-free. Right, right. And so that is all part—I'm glad you asked this question, because that's all part of what happened back in the late 70s, early 80s, when they started to vilify fat as fat being the problem. Because per gram of fat, it's nine calories of energy. Per one gram of carbohydrate, it's only four calories of energy. So, you know, reasonable school of thought of, well, there's more calorie density in fat, so we must be over-consuming fat because it's all about the Mm. calories. That's the reason why everybody's walking around and putting on weight. So let's take all of the fat out of our food and let's put more carbohydrates and sugar into our food, added sugar and chemicals to our food so that it still tastes good and people are still going to want to come buy our product. However, there's a wonderful graph that I wish we could show you all um, if we had, you know, vision uh, today, um, how it correlates with the low-fat phenomena and the obesity epidemic. How as we decreased on our fat, we increased in our weights uh, over time. That's amazing. Because of all of the added sugar and carbohydrates in our diet, and we vilified fat. But this is a pathophysiology. This is a chemical, hormonal condition stemming and it's not exactly causal for everybody but insulin is the problem and so the fat-free licorice is causing a significant insulin response you're only using 10 percent of the energy from that licorice and 90 percent of it is stored away for energy use later on yeah so tonight uh, nicole i'm looking for something practical uh, I'm going to be watching uh, the Bison play basketball Ooh, yeah. this mm-hmm. evening, and I'm going to want to crunch on something. Mm-hmm. What What do you recommend a, a good healthy snack would be? A good healthy snack. Um, you could do um, taco meat with some avocado Ooh. and uh, put it in like the little uh, sweet bell peppers. So put the taco meat inside of the sweet bell peppers and put a little cheese on the top and a little sliver of ranch dressing, and or you could put avocado on it. That would be... 
um, a great nacho substitute. Nummy? Mm-hmm. Boy, that sounds fantastic. All right, uh, so it's Nicole uh, Nicole Lynn, who is a, a nurse uh, practitioner. Uh, she is with us this morning and every Tuesday morning at this time from Fitfield Foods. Nicole, what's uh, in the fridge? What's in the freezer? What are you making? So this week we have a 15% off sale on our garlic parmesan chicken Ooh. with mushroom cauliflower rice, Ooh. turkey stew, chicken marinara, and uh, Asian-style meatballs. Those are all 15% off, and Mm. you can order online or walk into the Wellness District where the freezer is located.